Welcome to the Heroic Hour, the podcast where we discuss and bring together technology, leadership, and culture. I'm your host, Nicholas McGill, Chief Experience Officer for Heroic Media. Thank you so much for joining us on episode 12. In earlier episodes, I've talked about the importance of making room in your life for growth. And the and if you want to become a better leader, manager, and professional, or if you simply want to attract more opportunities in your life, you need to clear a workspace physically, mentally, and emotionally to make that room for growth. The bottom line, in order to do that, in, or, in order to make room for that great life, you need to raise your bar. You need to raise your beliefs and your attitudes that lead to your actions and results. This means that you go on a journey to confront your limiting beliefs and get in the habit of regularly addressing your personal baggage on, on a consistent basis. These are the things that are hindering your performance and holding you back from greatness in many different areas of your life. I speak often about the heroic golden rule, which states, cultivate that which serves you and hit the eject button on that which does not. And the reality is that that this really requires you to be emotionally intelligent. In order to discern what is truly serving you, you need to know who you are, you need to be aware of your emotional state. This requires you getting real and, and being vulnerable and authentic with your own personal history and your journey thus far. So on this episode, I interview an expert and to talk to her about her book on the subject. So in my first ever interview episode, I'm going to chat with a best-selling author of True to Your Core, speaker, emotional intelligence coach, and my lovely wife, Bonnie Kelly. All right, let's get started. In her best-selling book, True to Your Core, Bonnie Kelly shares some of her stories of, of her childhood and her young adulthood and the methods she used and uses with her clients to confront, manage, and mitigate limiting beliefs and those limiting core beliefs and, and how to overcome and reprogram them as well. And unlike so many of the gurus out there, uh, Bonnie has lived a life. She's been through some real traumatic shit. There's no way of, of uh, denying that or putting it another way. Um, she's been through, you know, early uh, childhood sexual abuse, uh, misadventures with the law, you name it, real human being, real stuff, real hardcore stuff. And I think that puts her in a unique situation where she's uniquely qualified to how she over uh, overcomes that and manages those situations. And so the reason I feel that this is relevant to the heroic crowd and a relevant topic for the heroic hour is that, you know, I hear all too often and I hate hearing and seeing it in all of its different forms where people are basic, basically procrastinating and putting off or, or and putting off taking seriously the personal development work that they need to do that can make them better in all areas of, of life and increase the amount of opportunities they have in their life, personally, professionally, as managers, as leaders, as spouses, as, as family members, all of it. And, and everybody, you know, likes to have this mentality where they, they think that, uh, you know, they think their story is, is unique or, or different and worse than, than, 
anybody knows about and worse than anybody's been through. And that's simply not true. And I think you'll, you'll hear that come through as my wife talks about these stories. And another reason I believe that, uh, you know, this is such an important topic, um, the, these issues of addressing your limiting core beliefs, is that I know, um, statistically speaking, I know that a lot of you out there listening have been through similar situations, horrible abuses of all kinds, you know, and, and you fight those secret wars raging within you that you're working hard to overcome. You know, you're trying to overcome the, the ghosts of your past and build a great life for yourself now. And I know that uh, that Bonnie's been through it. She's been through this and provides a noble approach to addressing these issues. And she's been professionally trained to do this. She's not a, a weekend certified coach. So if she's been through that, if she's been through that level of intensity and trauma and can come out on top, I think that leaves so many of you with with no excuses but to really get started um, and and get involved in confronting those skeletons and and building that great life for yourself. So you've got no excuses. And without further ado, here's the interview. Now, I really hope you check out her book, True to Your Core uh, by Bonnie Kelly. It's on Amazon right now. It's on the bestseller list in multiple categories. And I just really hope you take this as an opportunity or yet another reminder for you to start your own journey of personal development and confront um, some of your skeletons and personal baggage and finally start checking into your limiting uh, core beliefs, your negative core beliefs, and start confronting those. All right, let's start the interview. With me today on the show, uh, my first ever interview, my lovely wife and best-selling author, Bonnie Kelly, has taken time out of her day to join me. How are you doing, honey? Hey, good looking. I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to come on the Heroic Hour, my obnoxious podcast, where all 12 listeners will be hearing all about your book today. <laughs> I'm, I'm, kidding. No, I'm kidding, but uh, it's, it's good. So you wrote a book. It's a bestseller. It's called True to Your Core. Yep. What's it all about? You know, I love this. It's it's multi-dimension, I think, is what how I like to explain it. It's um, You get to grow up in the life of Bonnie Kelly. So I'm using a lot of uh, stories from my history to help you understand what's going on in the mind. And what we're teaching you how to do is to debug or to identify bugs in the subconscious. So what I mean by that is finding um, defective programming, uh, whether it's beliefs that we're not enough, we're not worthy, we're not capable, that most likely got stalled in on your mind or in your mind on accident and are wreaking havoc. Like they're just showing up in your decisions, they're showing up in your business, they're showing up in your relationships, your connectability. And, you know, it helps you not only identify them using these personal stories, but then gives you a workbook to help you debug and reprogram your subconscious mind. Yeah, there's a lot of activities in the book. There is a ton, yeah. And and uh, I, I do what a lot of people do in activity books. Skip I, over them. I try to. <laughs> but we all feel guilty for it if we skip the work because that's the real work, isn't it? It, it is, you know, and that's why we provide it in there. We're also, uh, next month, we're launching a master series, a video series to kind of go with those exercises to help reinforce the importance of doing that work. We in for those people who are like that, those those procrastinators are the ones that don't do the work that way. We also have, you know, online coursing uh, academies and classes, you know, and accountability uh, in a lot of different ways. So I, I say like when it comes to, you know, that self-help uh, study, it's just finding what works for you. I know me personally, like I'm that person that needs to pay someone to hold my ass accountable to get it done. 
Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people that are listening that, you know, just having those exercises in the books is all they need to be able to transform. And, and we wanted to provide an opportunity no matter where someone's at, no matter what their, you know, um, what their, uh, their, their, and no matter where they're at, that they'll be able to, you know, take this information and apply it into their life. So along with the activities in the book, you're offering um, other online programming as well? Yeah. One of the things that we're excited about launching next month is a free master series. Um, it's just a, it's like a video reinforcement of the exercises in the book. Uh, we also have, you know, people who want to do study groups. We have downloadable manuals that will all be available next month as well. Um, so once you pick up a copy of the book, it gives you the link right inside the book that is going to be available for anyone who wants to take it another step further. Uh, but then, you know, there's those people that, you know, really want to transform their life. So, yeah, we do have courses and academies, um, you know, for those people who are ready to take it to the next level. Okay, we shot ahead. And, of course, there's plenty of material to cover. But let's get back to the book. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, the, the book, the stories in the book that you use are pretty intense. It was, yeah. it was tough for me to read as kind of a good-willed guy and to your husband um, <laughs> to read uh, more about your personal story. And, and a lot of these stories I've known but to see them on paper um, is is an interesting and, and challenging journey. But, you know, uh, do you think that there's a lot of people out there with similar stories who, who kind of um, are struggling to stay out of personal dev because they're just stories are too intense or, or their own journey? Yeah, you know, I, I think that that's, uh, that's a great point. I, I find... Um, you know, that, that mentality of just, you know, just if I ignore it long enough that it eventually is going to go away, or if the pain isn't severe enough that it's not going to be really infecting or, or disrupting my life that much. And in the reality, it is, it, it is like, it's costing you a lot to not, you know, to look at, to what I say, grab the bull by the horn and say, all right, I'm going to tackle this through and through. I'm going to look at how my history is playing an effect into my everyday life. I'm going to really um, see how, you know, these mistakes from the people around you or the mistakes that you've made are um, causing you to be unhappy or unsatisfied in some way. And, you know, yeah, I do find that a lot of people want to avoid it because it, it seems like it's too much and they're afraid if, if I open Pandora's box, you know, what am I going to find? Well, what, what about, so diving into that uh, for a minute, like what about the people who try to avoid personal development? They say it's not for them because... It doesn't fit their story. Like what mm -hmm. they went through is so different yeah. or so traumatic that you couldn't possibly relate to that. I mean, I think that that's one of the advantages you're, per, you know, you're you're putting into the book. Um, do you ever feel like you're getting rid of those excuses for the people who yeah. went through severe trauma? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was just doing another podcast a, a few weeks ago, and I think that was one of the biggest ahas. They, you know, they asked me, is there any substitute for the work? And I said, no. I said, I'm going to take away all your excuses, you know. And when you read the book, you recognize, you know, it's, it's a barrel, like you said. I mean, there is a – so every chapter, there's a small segment of a story that just is advancing and advancing, you know, as uh, help to reinforce the, the educational material within the book and and one of the biggest things is that it's it's um, you know there's a lot of hardship there's a lot of trauma there's a lot of you know pain that is a bear all in this book and you know when I started my journey when I first started you know I was making thirteen thousand dollars a year picking up dog shit you know excuse the language <laughs> no you can say that here. that's fine that's awesome you I'm know and uh, and yet I found side jobs I was a dog sitter on the side to pay for my therapist 
And it would cost me $400 a month because I saw her every single week. And I put myself in treatment programs. I found any way that I could uh, to start investing in myself and to start recognizing that uh, life's too short to be miserable. You know, it really is. And there isn't an excuse if there's a will. And you just got to find that way. And sometimes it's just asking yourself, what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to sacrifice or what are you willing to do to get a better life? So, so uh, to, just to slow you down right there, uh, to make your point um, a little bit more clear, what, what it sounds like you're saying is that um, on your journey, when you were making next to nothing, you found a way to pay for any number of personal development, whether that was was therapy or or books, books workshops, classes, yeah, you name it. I, so there anything. was so, th so there's really no excuses. There so isn't. I, like yeah. regardless, I mean, as long as you have. It's, you know, that old saying, the only thing to fear is fear itself, you know, is really what we look at with this. You know, it's like when we're, we look at facing our stories, you know, we are afraid of what we're going to uncover, what we're going to find. And, you know, the truth, the truth is uh, the only thing you need to be afraid of is, is the fear itself, because the more that you continue to work on, the more that you continue to practice the tools uh, to dig deeper, to um, commit to developing new habits. Uh, I like to call it flexing your mindfulness muscles, right? Like it's just like going to the gym. The more that you work out, the easier it gets. And when you really commit to that and you recognize that it isn't going to be easy and sometimes it gets ugly before it gets pretty, uh, but at the end of the day, like at the end of the road, uh, you know, what you have the opportunity to become is priceless. And so, yeah, I don't believe there's any substitute or I, I don't believe there's a substitute for the work in it. And I don't believe that there's any excuses um, that anyone could really say that, you know, that you couldn't find a way through. Well, in your case, with with your book, I mean, who is this book really for? I mean, who, who should read it? Who, who should absolutely read it? Mm -hmm. um, when, when you think of the, the, the people out there, your readers and your audience. And yeah. Your you know, uh, I'm blessed enough to be married to a genius. So for those of you who, uh, you know, have falling in love with Nicholas and his podcast and his work, I mean, he's absolutely brilliant. But he said something to me the other day that I think answers this question. And he was quoting something that Tony Robbins had uh, referenced. And he had said uh, that only 10% of people buy personal development books. And, you know, that baffled me, you know, because it's such a huge industry, you know, and, you know, but only 10% of the population invest uh, the small amount of money that it costs to purchase a book, you know, I mean, that's like the lowest cost to get into personal dev. Yeah, to, uh, uh, I'm just going to interrupt you, you there and say that, yeah, it was 10% of readers, according oh, readers. to. Oh, yeah, that's so even less than yeah, 10% so of population. Yeah, yeah. So 10% of the readers are buying a personal dev book and, and only 10% of those are getting through the first chapter. Oh, Wow. So, wow. yeah, that's still that's even more mind boggling. Can you tell? Like, wow. Uh, you know, but when I when I heard that, like it just kind of baffled me for a second. It's still baffling now that I even know that's even worse than I expected. But I forgot what I'm going with this. Well, so I was a asking about, you know, who who's this this book oh, really for? And readers, yes. yeah. So, okay. well, no. Not, yeah. Your ideal readers, I mm -hmm. guess. You're, mm -hmm. You know, who's in your who's in your audience or who 
in a spot that you've been in um, mm-hmm. before who really needs to pick this book up and yeah. take this opportunity. So what I, my roundabout point with the, the Tony Robbins thing is to, is to just uh, encourage everyone that everyone needs to pick up a personal development book. You know, I don't care if you're the CEO of a company or if you're starting, you know, like from, you know, being homeless or being in on an addiction, you know, I mean, anybody needs to pick up personal development books to transform their lives. I mean, there's so much wisdom and information. Why my this book, one? Yeah. yeah so why my your book, book is specifically um, for what we call graduates of therapy. So these are people who have done some work on themselves, right? So they have some awareness that they are in their own way in in some facet. Uh, And whether that is, you know, maybe not extensive work, or maybe you just, you know, um, have read some books, or maybe you've done some workshops, and you've done some work, but yet you find yourself in a cycle of self-sabotage. Now, what that means is that you could just be sabotaging uh, in your finances, sabotaging your relationships. You could be sabotaging uh, just your own personal um, joy, happiness, uh, whether or not you are aware that you have a belief that you're not enough, you're not good you know, good enough or worthy or any of those self-criticism judgments just continue to cycle back over and over again. Uh, this book is going to give you true answers, like deeper answers to that issue and why you um, maybe your behavior is out of alignment with your values. So if that is you, then this book is going to be your answer you've been looking for. What about if you have seen and heard all this lovey-dovey stuff and you've seen personal development and positive psychology stuff, uh, but uh, your story is fucking raw? Like you've been through some shit. <laughs> You're going to relate a lot with me then. Uh, you know, like I said, this is this story is definitely um, it is. uh it has the ability to relate to so many people because, I mean, whether you're talking about addiction, whether you're talking about sexual trauma, whether you're talking about abuse, whether you're talking about just neglect and abandonment, like all of these different components are present within the book. So even if you're just starting, it gives you that chance to really uh, to relate with other people, to be inspired that there's a better way of living, that there's a better answer to this, and also to recognize that a lot of why you've been sabotaging isn't your fault and give you that opportunity to take responsibility, which is a big part of what we talk about in the book as well. You know, and just for our listeners out there, you know, this book um, not only teaches you personal development lessons as well as activities, but, you know, we're also reading about your real, uh, true-to-life, real-life biographical stories about Mm -hmm. things that have happened to you in your life. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So this is noble. So, so... And the reason I call that out as, you know, I'm, I'm Bonnie's husband and, it, you know, as your husband, this was a really hard book yeah. for me to read because yeah. of what you've been through. I mean, we've talked about it before and all of that, but seeing it on paper and seeing it in the book again is quite, um, is, is challenging and I'll right. be frank, but I mean, uh, maybe you know this offhand, um, honey, but, uh, you know, the stats, what, the reason I found this book so important um, are are the stats and the reality when I think about all of all of the men and women out there who are fall victim to that type of abuse or just go yeah. through those spats in the in your life? Mm-hmm. The stats are are outrageous. Do you know the stats off? Yeah, the top? so it's uh, for sexual trauma, especially that one in five women, uh, and I've actually heard some other statistics as low as one in three uh, women have experienced some kind of sexual trauma by the time that they're eighteen, and it's one in seven men. So, you know, that's a big issue that's not being talked about. I mean, this is a yeah. big thing. And the worst of it is that over 47% 
of those um, people that do experience sexual trauma is it's with somebody in their either immediate family or someone in the close proximity to. And, you know, so this is a, and most of it just doesn't get reported. It doesn't, there's no closed cases. There's no justice. I mean, it just is, you know, it just happens. And so that's a, yeah, it's a big issue. And in your book, you're, you're basically sharing those stories mm -hmm. and, and using the methods and, and the methods that you've honed and created now to, to acknowledge how you've processed them or, Correct. or certainly the, the best or optimum way that right. you process them now. Is that Without right? any justice. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think most people think, um, that, you know, real healing, especially through trauma, uh, needed to have some resolution, right? Like I need to know that that person was punished or was wrong and, uh, and that we wait a long time. That's one of the biggest excuses I know that I hung up with. Spoiler alert, it doesn't happen in the book. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me. No, 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 no. You know, it just got, it just, uh, it got swept under the rug. You know, it, it really, um, there wasn't any resolution. And so finding peace through that was very challenging. You know, I mean, because it, it really, you know, a lot of those experiences, those sexual traumas, the abandonment, the, the, the sweeping under the rug process, all of that stuff was just revalidating over and over again that I was worthless. And if you can imagine, then that belief system, you know, that I'm operating on, it's like, well, of course, I know this to be true. It's so true to my core because the people who are supposed to protect me don't. You know, so you have all of these different elements that are just compounding on top of each other that are now driving my behaviors, my decisions. And so, you know, working through all of that and then taking that personal responsibility to do something about it. Uh, and find that peace without justice, you know, that's a, it's, it takes a lot more work. And, you know, so I know if anybody's listening to that, if you're resonating with that as well, uh, know that it's not going to be an easy road. It's not going to be an easy process and your happiness is worth it. Uh, so I encourage you to, you know, to grab this book, uh, to reach out to me. I, I know on social media, our tribe is amazing. Our people are, are just so fantastic. Uh, and they can, you know, they can give you their own experiences as well on what it is to heal. Well, and I want to say something uh, that, that I found in the book that's even, you know, perhaps even more upsetting to all of us lucky enough to um, live lives where we got to avoid some of those traumas, which is it pretty much leaves you without a lot of excuses when you hear um, the extent of your story and how you uh, addressed it from mm -hmm. not just the trauma that you went through, but also the fact that you come out of it a poor girl with a minimum wage job and, and you're finding ways to pick up dog shit yeah. to pay for therapy and all of that a million years ago. And so to me, it, it really robs all of us uh, of people who don't have quite the same level of intense stories of a lot of excuses, mm -hmm. but it's still applicable. Would you still say it works for somebody who hasn't? In, yeah, in, those, in a situation like 100, that, hundred, hundred and ten percent. Because the methodology in the book, you know, is going to work whether or not you, you know, just had a really neglectful mom, you know, to a abusive father, to sexual trauma. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, the principles that that how these experiences get entangled in the brain, how um, they start to uh, drive a lot of our decisions is, is, is very similar. Right. And I can't say the same because neurologically, you know, it, we're all what I call endangered species, right? Like neurologically, the way that we think, act, perceive, interact, interact, how we relate to words, how we are experienced around, you know, feelings is unique to us. You know, neurologically, it's impossible for anyone to have the same exact experiences that you do, right? So like uh, your how your brain processes information is as unique to you as your thumbprint. So it's impossible for all of us to have the exact same path to healing. But the methods in the book, 
you know, are designed to ask the right type of questions to help with no bull. There's not a lot of fluff. It's not a long book. I don't know if you noticed that, right? I mean, it's just a really straightforward book, uh, but it just gets clear. It says, this is what's going on. This is how your brain's, you know, uh, has taken this information and how it's starting to, um, uh, to filter through and, and start to infect uh, or, you know, drive a lot of your decisions. And so the method of that is going to be similar. And so it asks you the, the poignant questions to help you articulate within yourself, what does this look like and what does this mean and work through all of that stuff. And um, yeah, so it's, it's just, I mean, it's just such a, a high caliber, uh, well, well-crafted book, if I can toot my own horn on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned in there that it's also, it's not a, it's not a long book, which right. is another uh, amongst, you know, I'm a huge reader, you know that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it's another excuse though, that people often make is, uh, you know, they, they see the size of a book and think that they don't have time for it. And mm -hmm. your book is very much, uh, for all of our listeners out there, it's the Goldilocks, Goldilocks book. It's, it's not too long. It's not too short. There's plenty of stories and practical methods and tips. It's just right. It's, it's <laughs> kind of that, that length. So, and I think that's important to, um, call out because I think you did that by design. Very much so. Yeah, my editor was fantastic. Um, you know, the original, uh, if you can imagine the original book with more, the first draft of it was just kind of a vomit of these stories, right? <laughs> you know, it really was just like, I mean, so much detail that nobody really needs to know. And, you know, you just have to get to be surrounded by the right people to help you, um, you know, to, to reach excellence in my world is what I, I would say. And, you know, I just um, have been blessed enough to have the right kind of mentors, the right kind of people around me that believe in who I am and what I'm doing. And, uh, and have just, you know, helped me, you know, refine that and refine that. So, you know, when you pick this up, that it, it truly is a book that is, it, it's, it's just been uh, boiled down, boiled down, boiled down. So you just get these golden nuggets uh, and it's just the right temperature. What's your favorite part of the book? Uh, I, you know, it's interesting. Um, it's only been out for a week, right? I think my favorite part of the book is just, in my opinion, is seeing the results already and the response from the book. Uh, I know that doesn't necessarily answer your question. Yeah. What, uh, what about which section? Come on. Well, well okay. Is, is the, do you have a favorite part of the book? It's okay. That, I know. I'm like, that's a hard one. I, I think, um, you know, when you get into forgiveness, uh, the chapter on forgiveness, uh, I think there's just so much depth to that. Uh, that's actually one of the next books that I am, you know, I'm really setting myself to write is, is just expanding outwards on, you know, how do you forgive the unforgivable? How do you forgive these different, you know, mistakes that you've made or others have made upon you and, you know, really uh, get into this place of healing because uh, there's so many misnomers around forgiveness, you know, whether people say, you know, forgive and forget, which I don't know who made that up, but I just want to hit my head against the wall every time I hear it. Uh, so, so, so your favorite part of the book is, uh, is the chapter on forgiveness or yeah. that, that was the one top of mind. Yeah. That's the yeah. wrong answer. The, the answer folks is the cover because I made it. That, 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 that is, that's a, yeah. Again, surround yourself with excellence and you're going to have an excellent product. You know? uh, yeah. Uh, so full disclosure, I, I helped out with the, the yeah. cover, uh, designing the cover, uh, of this book. And that's why I'm picking on my lovely wife who's joining us, Bonnie Kelly. Um, so, you know, why did you want to write this book? Why this book first? Why was it important to uh, get this story out here? Yeah. Get the story out there. Uh, I think for two parts. You know, I think the, the first part is um, I think you've been kind of hitting the nail on the head with saying, like, just removing a lot of the excuses. 
Um, you know, I, I, I've worked hand, you know, hand in hand with a lot of people and helping them transform their belief systems. And, you know, there's always that constant, you know, uh, oh, well, you don't understand or these different things. And, you know, I share a lot of my stories uh, with people and with my clients. I've done it for years and it's what's really helped them, you know, be able to uh, recognize that they're not alone. Uh, and even though my story might be different, you know, I'm able to relate with them on some level within it. Um, and so this is just really, it, it gives people an opportunity to, to see, you know, all this, these different, you know, facets of, um, of trauma or hardship in people's lives and, 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 and see themselves in it to some degree. So that was a big part of it is to kind of remove a lot of those excuses and, um, and, you know, I think the other part of it is, is, um, you know, I, am on a mission to change the world. You know, I, I like to joke and I even say this in the book is that I have a happiness disease and it's my job to infect as many people as I can. So, <laughs> that's horrible. Super cheese for my super cheesy woman, baby. Yeah, that's great. So what was, uh, what was the hardest part of, of writing the book for you? What do you think the hardest part? Was? Page 90, as you put it. Oh, <laughs> Uh, you know, when I really, because the stories are written, um, you know, in real time, like it, just putting myself in those moments as that child, putting myself in that moment, uh, and reliving these experiences to write them from the perspective of that real time experience from the, that, from that child, uh, I think was definitely the hardest, you know, the hardest part in, um, you know, just putting myself in, into those experiences and having these floods of memories and emotions, you know, that I've worked through for so many years, even still continue to come up again and have to, you know, to reprocess them in those moments. You know, I think that was probably the hardest part for sure. Okay. Well, um, where can people find out more about your book and what you do? I mean, the book's available, everyone who's listening, uh, the book's available on amazon.com. It's called true to your core by Bonnie Kelly. So let's get that out of the way. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, where else can they find out more about you, you know uh, who you are and what you're doing? So bonniekelly.me, that's it. Bonnie B O N N I E K E L L Y dot M E is our uh, is our flagship. That's that's really gonna where you're gonna find out a lot about me. It's gonna be where you're gonna find out about um, our courses, our academies. Uh, everything is just being able to link from there. So that's kind of like the center of the spoke, uh, and it'll take you on a, this beautiful journey of all these other different. Uh, avenues that you could take yourself on uh, through our products, through our courses, through our um, our our blog, right? So we have uh, amazing videos. We have a ton of content we put out there for free um, on a weekly basis to help people just really transform their life. So, but that's where you can find everything is bonniekelly.me. All right, that was bonniekelly.me. And so let's get into the serious questions, the sixty minutes interview <laughs> questions. So, zombie apocalypse, what? <laughs> What do you do? You you have one item to the right of you. What is the first thing that you grab? This machete. Is, machete. <laughs> okay. That's the first thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna find a hole. Yeah. See, we don't on the heroic hour in the interviews. We don't pull any punches. We ask the deep questions here. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, uh, what's what's next? What's the next book gonna be about? Is it gonna be? Um, rainbows and unicorns no. um, is it going to be as intense <laughs> as this book it won't be i don't think it's going to be necessarily as intense i think this is going to be the 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 hardest uh, emo i say i shouldn't say hardest it's the most emotional read right because uh, there's just a lot of real-time stories in there um but like i said I, I, one of the next ones i have just a, a dozen books in my head but one of the next ones i really want to uh, get my head around is uh that forgiveness and, and really talking about um how you can 
really move into a healthy practice of forgiveness and 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 having relationships with uh, I say having a functional relationship with dysfunctional people, right? And a lot of that requires a, a lot of uh, forgiveness, a lot of boundaries, like releasing expectations, acceptance, and all of these areas and all those facets are um, uh, surrounding, you know, what a healthy practice of forgiveness is. And uh, I think that's, you know, really the gateway of becoming emotionally intelligent um, is is really harnessing in and honing in on that practice. Uh, as a foundational piece that you can continue to come back to uh, as you're evolving yourself into a higher form of consciousness. Wow. Well, and on that note, let's take forgiveness as an example. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you know the, the majority of people um, be- out there believe, but um, that you don't? What are some things that that uh, what are your contrarian views? Like everybody, you know, like you Around mentioned forgiveness. Before. Well, you mentioned before forgive and forget, and a lot of yeah. people buy into that. Like, well, what's your beef there? Well, uh, you know, forgive and be, your brain can't, cannot physically forget, you know, and I think that's the hard part is that when we get like, oh, wait, I just need to forgive and forget, you set yourself up for failure again. You, you mean set, not letting go of the pain as far as forgetting? Well, letting go, maybe. yeah, letting go is different than oh, okay. forgetting, right? Like forgetting means like I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen. Like talk about sweeping it under the rug, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's that methodology is that I'm going to just pretend that didn't happen. You set yourself up for that pain to happen over and over again in the cycle again. And, you know, so our method on forgiveness is, is forgive, learn, and grow, right? It's to forgive, um, but learn from, from that hurt and then grow from it. And whether that growth means, you know, that boundaries, whether that growth means uh, releasing expectation that someone's going to be better or behave better and just get really clear with who they are and what they're capable of uh, and in just accepting that this is their limitations and where they're at. Uh, and so it's just like that forgive, learn, and grow, I think, is a big uh, a big part of it. Um, yeah, I think it's one of the biggest parts. Which is a very different mantra than forgive and forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, while on the subject, I mean, are there other personal development uh, faux pas or common bunk knowledge that really that you find yourself uh, running into with your clients that, that yeah. you have to deprogram where people have been trained to believe, you know, all positivity all the time? Yeah, kind of? yeah, no. uh you know it life is life is real i mean i i love you know that life isn't you know black or white like it's just it really exists in the gray areas and you know what i mean by that is that you know we have to have hardship and pain you know uh, as part of the experience to really appreciate the love and acceptance you know um, I get labeled a lot as an eternal optimist, you know, but I, I remind people that my optimism is actually a choice. Like I'm very, very well aware uh, of the alternative of my choices, you know, and I'm aware that there are dark people, but I tend to give people more of the benefit of the doubt. However, I'm still very consciously practicing that, um, you know, so I, I, I really believe that we have to um, – uh, to not judge the shadow side, right? Not judge the dark side of ourselves or the, or the when we're beating ourselves up or the insecurities and, and looking at that side of us and say, okay, what can I learn from this, right? Like, what is this or what's the purpose of this? Like, what is it trying to tell me that I'm not looking at or, or willing to address? And when we can really um, utilize that side, then the darkness or the bad times really become our greatest allies for growth and for change and for betterment. And so I think that, you know, it's that ebb and flow of really just recognizing both sides and, and, appreci- uh, and appreciating that life is just going to be a roller coaster. And sometimes it's a hell of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Bonnie Kelly, for joining us. My lovely wife, Bonnie Kelly, author of True to Your Core, 
Um, if you want to leave us with one more nugget, maybe mm-hmm. for um, people who are just starting their journey on in terms of they might uh, they might in terms of coming to this show, they might already be in a leadership position and they haven't gone on any deep journey for personal development or mm-hmm. personal leadership to that to that level. Is there any nugget that you'd want to leave them with? Yeah, uh, I, I, I think leadership uh, is is a very personal journey. You know, I, I think that to be great, to be an epic leader, to be that leader that we all aspire to be uh, really requires a deep, deep understanding of yourself, like understanding why you think the way you think and feel the way you feel and, and really having that um, that ability to navigate through your emotions versus your emotions controlling you. And, you know, in leadership, that if you have that ability to, to really have that emotional stability and sustainability, that you're going to be able to help everyone that is around you rise to a higher form in, in, uh, in their own lives, in their own, in the, wherever they are at. And I, I think that as a leader, that should be what we aspire to do is not just to, to get a bigger paycheck, to get a bigger house, to get a bigger car, is to uh, leave an impact, you know, create a legacy uh, and where people aspire to be like, man, that person, you know, really, um, you know, has, has helped me in some way. Uh, while still reaching for those great things, because I'm not going to be the uh, the person that says, you know, you shouldn't have a nice car or a nice house, right? So you want to lead, but you want to um, is is be that self development leader as well, because that truly is where happiness uh, can emanate from. Is when you're out of your way, and so you can really get on. Now that's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Heroic Hour. Thank you all, uh, all the listeners out there who are tuning in to episode 12 uh, and we're going to do this thing where we are we always get psyched we get we get pumped and now it's time to rock out get lifted my wife is a huge fan of dancing around and goofing around and if you could see her on this uh, on the podcast she'd be dancing around in the music so we'll get lifted up with this music as we get out of this episode thank you for listening and we look forward to sharing another episode with you next time tuning in you are smart enough to listen to the hidden track after party that after party there we go and with me today is my lovely wife uh uh, best-selling author bonnie kelly author of uh true true to your core and uh what what are you going to give them on on this little after party session i love freebies and so one of the cool things that we have uh right now that we're going to give all of uh heroic hours guests would be our 21 day emotional detox. It is a 21 day uh, habit building, mind mastering program of exercises that take 10 minutes or less a day to master the mind. Very cool. So we'll have that in the show notes and we'll put that up in the show notes over at getheroic.com. And so you'll get, you, the listener, will get access to 
the 21 day emotional detox. Yep. Just for tuning into this after party. Well, is there is there anything else? Anything else they should check out on your site? I mean, you <laughs> give them that killer freebie. I mean, I, know. I, I should and let the, you plug something else. <laughs> the course is actually pretty cool. So if I can just give you some more information on why you'd want to go download that is um, it, it truly is 21 days of just these mini exercises to build your mindfulness muscles. And it starts off with really the detoxing, the detoxing the mind um, that then paves way for you to start flexing again those mindfulness muscles where you can become very intimately aware of what you think and how you feel. And then uh, moves into that third week where now you're kind of clean, clear, and what we call in control. And it allows you to start boosting up your self-worth, your self-esteem, and stepping into being the best version of yourself. So it's no joke. Uh, it's a wonderful freebie. Um, and this will probably be one of the last times we're offering the full program. Uh, from after this, we are only going to be offering the first seven days for free. So snag it while it's hot. Nice. So you're welcome, listeners. I hope you take advantage of that. Um, that is the 21-Day Emotional Detox Program, courtesy of Bonnie Kelly. And you can find out more about her at bonniekelly.me or just Google her on, on Amazon.com. You can find her books and things like that as well. But that's all the time we have on this Hidden Track After Party. So let's have our little moment of jam, the last jam session. This is your power moment. Go for it. 